0: hey what's going on guys it is well the first weekend in october as cam and i talked about on the last show he is not here with me today but he will be here in spirit as uh, i did uh, i did uh, grab some audio clips and we'll have a little fun with those later but cam being off this week means that the show is going to be a little different this week it's going to be me um i do not have a guest host with me unless you count my cat sitting in the studio with me and if he interrupts later then uh, we're gonna have a talk you hear me boy all right um, but uh, I couldn't make, make things work. The guest the that I wanted to have on the show with us today was actually my wife, but uh, she's working this morning. And if I don't have this stuff edited and ready to go for you guys uh, by tomorrow night, then uh, I... Have failed as a as a host, so I want to make sure that I get this up for you guys. And I think we're gonna have a little bit of fun today. Um, I'm gonna to keep it a shorter show, so if uh, you guys just hate the monologue, uh, then uh, just stick with me. Uh, I'm gonna try and keep the show shorter today, half hour, 45 minutes at the most, uh, unless I really start getting uh, windy about things. But uh, but first off, I do want to say hate uh, hey everybody because I do have a clip of Cam saying hate hey everybody. So yo, what it do, Mitchell? <laughs> (laughs) that's from a few episodes ago that was fun so uh but uh, anyway um i do want to talk a little bit about ios 14 because there's a couple of things that have really been uh, and i just want to say the show today is really going to be the very like bare idea of what the show is this is the stuff i've been thinking about for the last two weeks and i'm just going to kind of air that out and uh, let you know what's going on with me and uh, what i've been thinking about so very good So with iOS 14, I think the one thing that has really impressed on me over uh, the time that I've had it, and I hope most of you guys have downloaded it by now and and are enjoying the the app, or the, I'm sorry, the OS, I think the thing that's really catching me most is the simplification of, or the ability to simplify your interface in uh, iOS 14. When you look at a lot of the features that they've added with the app libraries, uh, with the widgets, it really gives you the ability to take a step back and say, okay, what what are the apps on the home screen here that I just never use, the ones that are in the way, and what can I just relegate to the app library, and what do I really need on the screen? And so I've been able to go through and really kind of clean out a lot of the apps that I don't use, and I still got folders and that's still bothering me because I really kind of want to get rid of the folders, but I'm also limiting the amount of space on the screen that I'm allowing for apps. So there's still a couple folders on the screen and I'll, I'll put uh, um, the images of my home screen in the show notes, but I'm down to two home screens. Uh, the first one is the one that I just, the apps that I just need access to, they're my daily driver apps. But the second uh, one is all my entertainment apps. And I've got three widgets on, on that screen along with a bunch of apps that I use pretty regularly. And I have them kind of categorized by, like, games that I play and audio and video apps and, and different things like that. So uh, when you take a look at the home screens, you'll kind of see what I mean by that. But uh, But it's allowed me to really simplify what I have on the home screen. Um, I know Widget Smith has been on fire for the last uh, week or two here. Um, probably about a week, because I think the iOS fourteen just officially released here in the last week. If my memory serves, um, it's been a wild couple of weeks. So it could have been two weeks ago that it released, but I don't know, whatever. But uh, Widget Smith has really uh, lit the world on fire. Uh, and of course, the clones of Widget Smith, but uh, underscore David Smith really doing a really nice job getting that updated. I swear he updates that almost every day with new features, new colors, new fonts, uh, different things like that. If you have not seen what he's doing with that, uh, just go to like TikTok or uh, or YouTube. I don't do TikTok, just for the record. Um, but you go to YouTube and search for Widget Smith, and you'll find all kinds of really cool ideas of what people are using. Uh, a widgetsmith to do on their home screens, and because of uh, what it's done, and because of the fact that in shortcuts you can uh, customize your icons too, which is kind of a hack around. But and I think Cam and I are probably going to end up talking about the, that a lot on the next episode because uh, he sent me a screenshot of his uh, iPhone and what he's done with Widgetsmith and with uh, with the shortcuts. And I'm going to let him talk a little bit more about that uh, in the next episode. Maybe we'll do that in follow up. But um, but it's it's kind of interesting. I for one, i got to kind of reserve my opinion for the most part. But you know, I kind of like the classic uh, iOS look. I'm not really big on the theming that a lot of people are doing. But um, but I'll let uh, Cam talk a little bit more about that on the next episode. So uh, carrot weather there, man. They just keep getting better. I'm sorry, but when it comes down to... And we talked a lot about Carrot Weather on the show here. When it comes down to it, these guys are just killing it. Uh, their their uh, widgets are... Gosh, some of the best widgets available for the, uh, the iPhone right now. And I had to kick up to Tier 3. Ugh. I'm almost a little bit ashamed of myself that I'm paying $25 a year for a weather app. But... Kara does such a nice job of giving the weather in an attractive format, and their, their widgets are just some of the best widgets available. And uh, if you look at the uh, home screen that I'm posting in the show notes, uh, you'll see that I've got Kara uh, Weather right up front, right on top. Big, you know, the medium widget right up at the top. And I think uh, one of the coolest-looking widgets available now, it, You know, because it's raining here, uh, it is the, um, for lack of a better term, the dark sky uh, kind of look for it. You know what? I'll take another screenshot because that's not up there right now. And I'll go ahead and throw that in the show notes as well um, so that it's not showing the dark sky version of that. Uh, but a really cool widget. And the fact that you can stack the widgets... I don't know if this was an Android thing or not, because I know that a lot of the widget stuff is kind of a little bit more of an Android thing, or has been for a long time, but this is just genius. Apple having the ability to, or giving us the ability to stack the widgets, and also giving developers the ability to make multiple widgets of the same size, basically means that I can take something like Carrot and have one aspect of the weather... And then another aspect of the weather and then another aspect of the weather and have multiple widgets stacked on top of each other. So basically, you know, I almost don't need to go into the weather app anymore uh, because of that. So I think it's I think it's really neat uh, how Apple really thought this through and gave developers the tools to uh, create these uh, really cool widgets. I think uh, another one that really takes advantage of that is fa- Fantastic Hell's widget came out this last week. Um, great, great widget. I'm really liking it. Uh, I've got the date right up front with a little bit of little weather thing in the corner, uh, and then if you dig deeper into that stack, you'll find like what's what's coming up today, uh, calendar view, uh, things like that. And then the fact that I can take widgets that you know I don't really want showing on the front screen of my or um, right on my homepage all the time that I can kind of bury those in the stack so that I can kind of flip through the stack stack and take a look at that widget. So it gives me a ton of flexibility to have so many different things in one one widget and be able to hide stuff like uh, I started using and I don't know, trying to lose weight and trying to find different ways to accomplish that. And I'm looking I'm using zero for fasting for intermittent fasting. And I set a timer this morning for six hours because I'm just going to not eat until, you know, I'm going to skip lunch and eat later uh, because I had a big breakfast and I had a bowl of cereal after breakfast, and so I've had plenty to eat this morning. But being able to have that right on my home screen to remind me, hey, don't eat. Wait until you got this much time left until you're done with your fast was kind of a, kind of a neat way to handle that as well. The only one I'm missing yet is uh is OmniFocus? I'm really looking forward to OmniFocus getting a widget up. I don't know. There's the functionality is so limited that I almost think that they have to have like just a, a series of links to your different lists or perspectives or whatever. So you know, I have a perspective called today. I've got a perspective called orders. A perspective called uh, money. Just different things, different areas of uh, of. My life that I'm trying to keep track of, that it would be nice to have that that widget there so that if I want to go check what I've got to do for work today, um, I can just tap work. And it'll take me right to all my all the stuff that I need to be looking at for work or the today or I'm sorry, the forecast view, not today view, the forecast view to be able to go straight to that. So I think that is a solution for what uh, OmniFocus can do, because really with their old widget, I know they wanted to to make it so that you could check off tasks right from that widget. And it worked pretty well. And hopefully that'll be able to come back in the future because that was pretty convenient but uh, being able to just get to your lists uh, rather quickly uh, might be a really cool thing as well. So I uh, will see what they do with that. I'm ex- I'm excited. I don't know how they don't uh, come out with a widget. So we'll see what happens with that. I think one thing that I've really started to use more is uh, the Today view uh, in iOS 14. Because of the widgets... Uh, for you to swipe over to the left and go to that page that's off to the left that was always where the widgets were um, were jailed there, uh, I didn't really use that a whole lot before, maybe just for a little quick information or something like that, but I didn't really use that a lot before. I find myself using that a lot more now because if I want to put like a bigger widget You know, you can get like the the big widgets for different things. Like maybe you want to have a big widget for the weather or a big widget for your calendar app or something like that. Uh, You can get you can get a widget in there that doesn't take up all of your screen real estate for all of your app icons over over there so because i'm really loving all these widgets i have a bunch of widgets in the today view so that they're off to the side they're not they're not blocking everything up but when i do want to look at them i can just swipe over to the left and take a look at that so i think the today view is something that i've been using a lot more uh with the widgets than i was before so i think something that's really not been covered a whole lot with uh, ios 14 is the update to carplay so later on i'm going to talk about what's delighting me and my wife and i bought a new car here in the last uh last well actually it was a week ago today and it has apple carplay in it and that was one of my must-haves uh i i really wanted this feature in in the car um but rather than i'm going to save the car till later but i want to talk about carplay a little bit right now uh carplay You know, the old car that I had, we had uh, the ability to do, like, Bluetooth audio through the infotainment system. And that was cool. You know, you get into the car. It connects to the car. uh, You're able to play your stuff through there and use the, you know, the on- uh, steering wheel buttons to kind of control different things, but, but I still had my phone up on the dash, up on a mount, so that uh, I could still see, you know, Apple Maps, or I could see, you know, anything I really wanted to see up there, I could see up there. But with CarPlay, it sh- puts it right on the screen so that now my phone is actually sitting on the console in between the seats, uh, just connected by a wire. I don't have wireless, um, but it's connected by the wire, and it connects right to the infotainment system that way and now i can control everything on my phone right on that seven and a half inch screen in the in the middle and it's just it's awesome i really like it it works really well uh the apps that are available for it uh, that i use most often overcast is a big one uh, music is a big one uh, audible is a big one Uh, I'm a little, I wish Audible would do one thing a little differently with theirs. When I listen to my audiobooks, I'm less concerned about my total time in the audiobook as I am about my chapters, you know, where where I'm at in a chapter. And maybe that's different from the way most people handle it, but... I like being able to see where I'm at in the chapter and being able to go in and say, you know what, I fell asleep last night in the middle of chapter 16, so I want to go back and start at the beginning of 16 and listen through that chapter. Uh, CarPlay doesn't make that available. It it just shows me where I'm at in the book. So, you know, if, uh, if by like some, you know, miracle somebody from Audible is listening today, uh, I would like it if you would do that, because <laughs> that would be very convenient. And now maybe they don't have the hooks to be able to do that, but uh, but right now what I'm doing is I've got to pick up my phone out of the console, and and of course I'm stopped and and I'm I'm not moving yet. But I'm sitting there looking at my phone, setting it up, and then I put the phone down and then go. And that it would be nice to not ha- not have to do it that way. So the MLB app, the NHL app are available, which I think are are pretty cool. So I can listen to the to listen to my Brewers play. Um, Of course, hockey for me, at least I'm I'm a fairly big wild fan uh, is over for the season. Uh, I think they're still playing the Stanley Cup, but uh, or they're still in the Stanley Cup finals. But but I don't really listen to that part of it so much. But one thing I'm kind of disappointed with is that the NFL doesn't have a CarPlay app. Uh, I can certainly listen to a, fo- a football game through it if I want, want to pay for Game Pass, which I don't think I would get. A, I don't get $100 worth of use out of that, which, you know, which it's $100 a year for that, where the Major League Baseball makes, that, makes just the audio portion available for $20 a year, which I can, I can stomach $20 a year for that but $100 a year and basically what they do is they throw everything all into one package which I might be tempted by if they would make the live games available for video for for watching which they do not do that at this point which I'm really disappointed in if I could do that then I wouldn't have to upgrade my Hulu package to watch football which I, that is what I'm doing now And then I would also have the audio for when I'm on the road because my wife and I are going to be taking a trip for Thanksgiving this year and to be able to listen to the football game on the way home, which I don't think it's a that's a night game uh, anyway. So unless we get a real late start uh, coming home, I don't know that I'm going to be able to listen to the game on the way back. But but that would be a cool feature and and I would really enjoy that. But they they are just kind of like this anomaly uh when it comes to the different uh sports apps as far as how accessible they are. So and I, I'm sure it all has to do with contracts with the with the TV stations and all that kind of stuff, but whatever. Uh NFL, get your head out of your butts. Um the one new feature, there's two big marquee new features with uh the CarPlay uh, in iOS 14 and that's uh, being able to set wallpapers which I think is a cool feature and I kind of I was kind of on the fence with whether or not this was really a cool feature or not but then I put the black background up and I'm like oh yeah that's a cool feature because really the black background kind of makes it look a little too much like the old like creaky typical car manufacturer looking like infotainment systems you know obviously it has the apps and everything on there that that it would normally have but i just looked at that and i'm like "Ah, that just looks old and creaky i want something that that doesn't that has a little color to it and so i did i did put a colored background on there and it looks great so i'm i'm happy with that the other thing is a new tiled view that they that they have for, for CarPlay and what that does is it kind of puts a larger um, map version there or a larger maps screen so that you can see where you're where you are on the map and if you're using turn by turn directions you can you can see all of that and then there's three kind of wide tiles on the side almost like almost like your medium widget Um, along the side top one gives you your directions so where your next turn is how far your next turn is away from you Uh, the middle one is your audio controls and then your bottom one for some weird reason has calendar appointment what like I don't check my calendar when I'm on the road and maybe maybe for somebody that uh, does their business out of their car maybe that's a thing but that seems like a kind of a niche thing to be able to, to put there I think For some reason, I feel like maybe somebody was sitting in Cupertino or wherever at Apple Park and and they were thinking, oh, what could we add in that bottom section? And instead of saying, well, maybe we only need two sections there and we can put a little larger album artwork or something like that for whatever's playing or whatever. um, Instead, they're like, oh, let's put the calendar on there because that makes sense. And then it's not customizable from what I can tell. So that would, it would be nice, Apple, if you're listening, to put some customization in that, uh, in that area to be able to choose what's in those uh, different tiles, at least the, the three on the right-hand side, uh, to say that this is what I want it to look like or to be able to eliminate one if I want to, uh, to be able to get a little larger section for my audio that's playing. I think that would be really cool so but carplay overall i love it i think it works really great the uh, infotainment system that we have in the new car is is pretty capable i'm not unhappy with it Uh, it's a lot better than uh, the car systems that i have in the past the the old ford sync system that was in my last car was okay i mean it, it served its purpose but Um, This one has way more features and and is a lot nicer. So maybe you can talk about that a little bit when we get into uh, what's delighting me today. But I did want to touch on a subject that um, I feel like uh, Cam might have a lot to say about it because there is uh, there is a lot to be said about it, but at the same time like I don't really want to spend a lot of time on the show talking about it, but it is something that is definitely relevant right now, and that's politics. I am about the least okay, so years ago, I'll start out with this. Uh, years ago, I was really into politics and I think that for the most time ta- most for the most part, I think it really made me a terrible person. I didn't like the person that I was when I was really paying attention to the politics. I I really struggled with the... just how much hatred there seems to be in politics. And, and so, like, I, I really felt trying to come up with the right word, I really felt kind of cast away or exiled or like abandoned by the Republican Party. And I, I I used to consider myself to be more conservative and more, more of a Republican. But the Republicans are terrible. I just, they have become a party of just awfulness. And and I, you know, before you jump on me and say, well, you know, maybe uh, it? I don't like the Democrats either, quite honestly, because when it comes down to it, neither one of those parties represents what I am, you know, or what I believe to get off on this whole like, well, you just got to pick the lesser or two evils. And if you're p- picking the lesser or two evils, they're still evil. I don't understand why that's okay in our culture to say well you know i agree more with this guy and but i don't like this guy as much you know you still don't like things about them so why why is why is the country so afraid of having other parties in the mix you know why don't we let these other parties have more exposure you know, it's not just because of that. I've self-identified as a libertarian for so many years, and I think we've talked about that on, on past episodes where I kind of feel like they don't really represent me that much anymore either, or that maybe I'm just wrong. Maybe they do represent me, but I just—I think I mentioned a couple episodes back that when— and i'll just give an aside here for libertarianism. i think the general belief within libertarianism is that people should have the right to do what they want as long as they're not hurting other people. and that gives an air and that that gives an air of trust to people that that they can be responsible and and do the right thing. since the beginning of all this covid stuff that has been proven wrong over and over and over and over again. That people can't be responsible. They can't be trusted because they get into this whole tribalism thing where no matter what is right, no matter what they think in their head might be right, if their, you know, tribe leader, so to speak, says, oh no, it's like this, then they find a way to justify stupidity. And that's just. That is my biggest gripe with the way politics is done today. You know what? Trump is wrong. Biden is wrong. I don't agree with either one of these. Mm, I can't say that word. I they, They're just wrong. They're both evil people that are power hungry and want want this power to, I don't know, to whatever you know and i and i would love to say well i think it's the money you know these guys all they want is the money but i don't think the money's the thing for them either i think it's all about the power that that they wield you know so i don't think that taking and eliminating power or eliminating the money from the system really is going to solve anything i think that that could help when you start looking at the house and the senate you know if we were to de-incentivize that or even make them volunteers i think that would help a lot towards getting good people in there that want to do good things instead of just you know idiots that want to that are power hungry and and want want to control everything and maybe we'd still have that problem anyway because that's just people but uh, but I think that having more voices in the conversation definitely would help in the long term, you know, even if that's, you know, having the Green Party have a voice in it and having the Libertarian Party having a, having a voice in it, having the whatever the Christian coalition is, I don't even know, but having them have a voice in 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 the debates and in the voice of and have a voice in politics you know this country has gone from and i'm not even going to say that it was originally a christian nation because i don't believe that that was the case anyway you know you hear that in the churches a lot and, and a lot of the the older folks in our churches believe that we were once a christian nation and i i don't buy that because when you start looking back at what was going on when this when this country was founded and why we originally came over here. Yes, we came over here and a lot of people came over here to uh, escape religious persecution. You know, Catholicism and stuff like that was huge in a lot of the countries over in uh, Europe. And they people wanted to escape that that uh, oppression so that they could worship the way they wanted to you know, leading a lot of that charge. And when you start looking at the at the revolution, at our forefathers and the Revolutionary War and the people that were involved in that, you see a lot of Freemasons that were involved in that. And of course, Freemasonry really believes that you should have the right to believe what you want to believe and that liberty is the key. You know, we should have the right to do what we want to do as long as we're not hurting others. I think that that really was the, the idea of the uh, that was behind the founding of our country so is that a bad thing for us right now you know i really have a hard time saying that it's a, that it would be a good thing for us to go to that just because of the lessons that we've learned this last year that it's that people can't be trusted to do the right thing you know just take masks for instance you know, you know, we're in Wisconsin here. We're a few weeks out from the mask mandate. And early on, like people were wearing masks and, you know, we still had the the jerks that didn't that just were like, ah, I'm not going to do that because because it's stupid. Um, yeah, it's inconvenient for sure. But, you know, you can go back and listen. I think it's episode six or seven where we talked about masks. Um, but uh, but I think that when we look at that and, you know, people they just they do whatever they want to and they don't take other people into consideration and that is one of the core issues with having true liberty in the united states man i didn't expect this rant to go this way (laughs) but but from a political standpoint i think the, the government just doesn't get where we should be and what we should be doing. And am I going to try and get involved in that to, to try and change things? No, because it's not going to make any difference. They're still going to do what they do. And so we're just going to keep going along, doing what we do. And and I guess, you know, the, the one solace in all of this is when we look at the Bible and we look at what the Bible says about our leaders, it says that God puts these leaders in place over us and we're to obey them. unless unless what they ask us to do goes against our beliefs, you know, it goes against our Bible. And so that's the one caveat in that. But really, you know what, if uh, the government wants me to drive 55 on a county road, I I can live with that. If they want us to drive 70 on the highway, I can live with that. You know, if they want us to wear a mask when we're in public, you know, it's probably a good idea. It's probably not going to hurt anybody. It's not going to hurt me. Um, Unless like I'm working the truck at work and I can't breathe, which happens. So I'm going to take I'm going to I'm going to do what's best for me in that situation, but then try to protect the the others as best I can. uh, If uh, if I am in contact with other people during that time as well. So I'm just going to tell you that this this election really has come down for me. That it's not going to change anything for the better. That's honestly how I feel. You know, if Biden gets in office, if Trump gets in office or get stays in office, I don't think that there's really any consequence for our country. You know, they're going to make it sound like there's a ton of consequence for for what uh, what happens in this country. But uh, but I don't think ultimately, you know, unless really, let's be honest, the power is wielded in Congress. The president has some power, but the Congress really is the House of Representatives and the Senate really are the ones that have the power. And. If that goes mainly left wing, then yeah, then we then we're going to probably be looking and I apologize because this is always an argument with us, but we are going to be slipping more towards socialism. If the Republicans control Congress, then we'll be shifting more towards uh, more authoritarian or more uh, democratic views for the most part. I think the one that the one thing that would be different as if we had a different republican up for election this year um i would think more towards democratic but i think uh when you look at trump and how he's led i think he's pushed a little bit more towards some authoritarianism but not to a dangerous degree i understand i'm not saying that we're going to be looking at having a dictatorship anytime soon but but i think you do see a little bit more of his like I'm in control kind of kind of attitude and and you know, and I don't have anything to really back that up because quite honestly, I hate the news and I don't pay that much attention to it but but as far as far as politics go, I think this election really doesn't mean nearly so much as what uh what they're trying to drum it up, and quite honestly, I don't even know if i'm gonna vote. I don't like any of my options right now if I do vote, maybe I vote for uh for uh, Joe Jorgensen, uh, the libertarian candidate. But, uh, as my, my mother would like to remind me, I love my mom, but, uh, why waste your vote? Well, you know, if I vote for Trump, it's wasted. If I vote for Biden, I'll hate myself. And if I vote for the libertarian party, I feel like I'm, I'm at least doing something that I, that is clear in my conscience, uh, to do. So, you know and hopefully we can move the needle with uh, some of these third parties to make get them more involved but quite honestly i'm i'm really tired of the options that we've been given so if i haven't made that clear by now that's that's a thing so anyway let's positive this all up now <laughs> now that i've had my rants uh, so what's delighting me this week i am super excited about one thing that has really changed for me Uh, over the course of the last few months and I may have touched on this a little bit here and there uh, with um, some of the things that I've talked about on the show but I for so many years when my wife and I would make decisions and we would be looking at making um, large purchases or uh, anything like that. And this probably even goes more granular to just uh, looking for direction and where we should go and what we should be doing. Uh, I think that um, in the last year or two years, we have really put a lot of focus on gr- drawing closer to God in so many aspects of our life. And for a lot of years, my wife and I just really struggled, really struggled financially, uh, because we just we were we sucked at making good decisions, and I think that my wife probably just laughed uh, when she is listening to this episode, uh, because we were just bad at it. Uh, we would we would really follow our emotions into decisions, and that's the worst thing you can do. I got stories from uh, from my timeshare sales that I can tell you about that. But we just we made bad decisions because we made so many of our decisions from the standpoint of being emotional about them. I have worked really hard for a lot of years to try and get better at that, and the key, really that that uh, it came down to, was really figuring out how to trust God, and. I have to tell you that when it's come when it comes to my relationship with God, I haven't really gotten anything easy. I grew up a really rebellious kid, and you know my mom can tell you stories. I I struggled a lot with just being rebellious and wanting to fight the system and wanting to be different and and of course I wanted to be different like everybody else. Um, you know I love that line by the way because it cracks me up. I really struggled for a long time with trusting God with things. And that's something that as I've drawn closer to God and learned more about him has gotten amazingly easier. Now, it's not easy. Trust me, it's not easy. But it's gotten easier over the years. You know, being able to look at my situation And say, hey, you know what? God's got this. We're all right. We're going to be okay. God's in control of this. You know, there's no reason for us to be upset. We're going to be all right. And you know what the crazy thing is, is we have been. You know, things have been good. You know, I have spent so much time um worrying about the concerns of life and and what's gonna happen next and and all this stuff and if i'd have known this years ago that i could just trust god and not be worried about um every little thing that's that happens in life man my life would be so would have been so much easier you know but i can sometimes be a little late bloomer because i trust myself a little bit too much And so, as we've had to make a lot of decisions, and and my wife and I pray for direction every morning, Um, we we basically do a short devotional together every morning. Uh, We'll read a chapter of the Bible. uh, We'll pray together. And one thing we pray about every morning is, Lord, give us direction. Give us something, help that direction to be clear. And when we have a major purchase coming up, You know, that's something that I pray really strongly, Lord, make it so clear that I can't do the wrong thing, that I can't walk away from this, walk away from this decision. Or if I'm supposed to walk away from this decision, make it so hard to not walk away from that decision or want to walk away, you know what I mean? Make it make it so hard to do the wrong thing that I do the right thing each time. And so I have learned to trust him and to make these decisions based on him. And I think one of the first ones we talked about my new iMac uh, a few weeks back, man, I agonized over this decision. You know, I'm taking this on myself, you know, um, and my business expenses are paying for this. And I struggled really with this decision as to whether or not to get this iMac. This is the most money I've ever paid for a computer in my life, and I'll buy a lot. And so looking at, you know, spending this kind of money and having a monthly payment on something like this for the next year that I've got to make sure that I pay every month, you know it was it's a considerable amount of money for me and I, and I was worried about this decision and I was anxious about this decision for a long time you know but I knew I needed it to do what I what I'm doing you know do the work that I'm doing and so it just and my wife can attest to this I just agonized and agonized over making this decision and finally one morning in uh, in church the very f- last passage that the pastor went to had something to do with, and I can't, I'm not going to be able to quote it perfectly, but it had something to do with, don't be anxious, trust in me. And it was exactly what I needed to hear. And so I said, all right, I'm going to trust you. I i bought the, I bought the computer immediately. Pretty much at that point, and then I went and told my wife, and uh, we went fine. She she was fine with it because she knew I was really agonizing over the decision and and just wanted to make the best decision that I could make. So, but yeah, and and you know what? This computer has been amazing. And what's funny is I would make a decision like this years ago before you know we put this kind of work into making the right decision, and I would find myself having like buyer's remorse afterwards and just hurting like just being so anxious about the decision by the way it's really a lot nicer to be anxious before you make the decision than afterwards because there's not a whole lot you can do about it afterwards but uh but sitting there sitting there after i made this decision on this computer getting the computer and then sitting here and looking at the computer and not feeling any kind of remorse or guilt or um anxious or anxiety i was gonna say anxiousness but that's not the right word uh, anxiety or anything like that was so like it was like a breath of fresh air and you know with all of us wearing masks so we know you know how much we appreciate a breath of fresh air now it was so freeing to make my decisions this way and so we looked at buying this car uh and i was looking at used vehicles uh, we bought a jeep renegade um not an inexpensive vehicle just to, to start but uh but at the same time like i had my my list of things that i wanted on the vehicle i wanted to make sure we got I, apple CarPlay on it i wanted to make sure that my next vehicle was uh a vehicle that I could drive in the winter if the winter went year round. Like if we got snow all the time, I can, which would be awful. Um, but, uh, but if we got snow all the time, this vehicle would be solid and would, would get me where I need to go and it would be comfortable. So I wanted to make sure that this vehicle was the perfect vehicle for Wisconsin winters. And, and that maybe not it has to be perfect, but, but it was going to be good for that. So I wanted a winter weather package on it. Um, my wife re- uh, mentioned that she wanted uh, heated seats, which you know. So we we looked into that, and and we did end up getting a vehicle with with heated seats. I like the Jeep Renegade because of the size. I don't like a big car, um, but this uh, this one you know offered me the the four wheel drive, um, the what is it select terrain system that uh, that we could you know shift around how the how the car drove for the conditions and so i was pretty excited about the fact that uh that it had something like that that we could use and and so when it snows this winter and i have to be out in it um i can switch it over to snow and it, it'll help you know direct the power in it to the wheels that aren't slipping and and help me to have the traction i need to to move about so um, very cool there and the heated seats the heated steering wheel which eh, you know it came with the package but uh, it might be nice we'll we'll see how it is um, the uh, de-icing windshield wipers seemed really cool I, I like I like the thought of that um, there's just a lot of cool stuff in in this vehicle that uh, that I'm excited about and um, I, I haven't fallen in, lo- fallen in love with a new vehicle like this in my life this is this has been cool And they've always warned you, don't buy new, buy used. Um, So, you know, we did a lot of looking at used vehicles and not really finding exactly what we wanted. And so we went into the dealership and talked to them and we ended up buying a new vehicle, not because the salesman was cool, but um, but not because of him. But because the dealers and incentives that they offered us, the discounts that they offered us, I mean we were pay- we paid the same amount of money that we would have paid for uh, that same vehicle if it was a year or two old and it was used. So we're actually saving a little bit of money on our our insurance. Um, there there were some good things that came out of this, you know so having this new vehicle may you know knowing that we put the prayer into it that we, made the decisions based on more rational logical ideas instead of trying to you know getting real emotional about those decisions and making bad decisions that way you know i feel really good about that decision and and now that i have the car i love it. it it worked it's so nice i've never had a vehicle this nice before and we've always kind of went to the lot and found the thing that we, you know, we there's a, a vehicle, I like, when I bought my Dodge Caliber over 10 years ago now, um, when I bought that vehicle, like, I knew what I wanted, but I did make a lot of compromises when I found one, um, and that one had, like, almost no options on it. When we replaced that, we pretty much bought what was on the lot that was anyway close to a price range that we wanted, and you know we we made a lot of compromises in that situation. By the way, I wasn't unhappy with any of those vehicles. You know, I would have liked some of the bells and whistles that that I got on the on the that I could have gotten on other vehicles, but. But this is the first time like we went in with a thought, okay, these are the options that we want. Here's what we're looking for. If this car doesn't fit these needs, we're not going to buy it. You know, after putting a lot of prayer into it, we felt really good about this decision, and I still feel really good about this decision. So, what what's delighting me, it's really the idea that you can you can trust God. And you can know that if you if you really put the faith in him to make the right decisions, You know, it can be so much easier and so much less like crazy, you know, uh, all the times that I made decisions years ago, whether we said, well, you know, I hope God likes it. And then we just went off and did whatever we wanted to, or maybe, you know, I got to make this decision quick before I feel like I can't, like this is the wrong decision. You know, we justify all kinds of ways to make dumb decisions. Um, But being able to just sit back and make a good decision on something that we can be proud of, of what we've done was just really neat. So it was really good. So that's what's delighting me uh, over the last few weeks. So what's not delighting me is I don't have Cam here to, uh, to, to help me out. So um, I don't have things like, chess that i can talk to him about i don't want to talk about it mitch i don't want to talk about it <laughs> um but uh, i i love that but i don't have a lot of stuff or i don't there's a lot of things that we we really couldn't talk about today so i hope that my rant was good for you guys uh if it wasn't um well cam will be back on the next episode but anyway you can find more information on the podcast at inner that's inner dot show, And uh, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, you can find me at Mitch Craig. And Cam, uh, where's your Twitter at? I'm at Cam Brennan and i had all these great i i I didn't i couldn't find a place to put them but i pulled all these great audio clips like i had a similar incident with a hamster (laughs) yeah i I wanted to find a place to throw that one in there but i thought that was pretty funny so um but uh, cam's not here to say something uh something to get my ire at the end of the show so um i really appreciate you guys listening if you could do one big thing for us uh, go to uh, iTunes or Overcast or wherever you get your podcasts and favorite us, uh, give us a five-star rating, uh, let people know that you like the podcast. Um, the podcast has been growing um, very slowly, but growing a little at a time. And uh, I think we're really proud of where it's been going. And, and, I, and I really I really like that. And uh, if you uh, if you find yourself wanting to throw a little bit of love at Cam for having to put up with me, I've learned my lesson, Mitch. And uh, you can uh, always hit him up on Twitter. I'm at Cam Brennan. Yep, you can do that. So <laughs> true. Yep. So um, please uh, please let us know uh, uh, how how you think about the show, how you like the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh that's so funny oh my gosh (laughs) that wasn't really that funny but i just had to use some of these clips that i pulled all right well we'll see you back here next time cam will be back on the show with us so i don't have to pay awful clips of him so thanks for listening you guys have a great couple weeks